Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us for this sermon. You can find all of our sermons at holycommunion.net and our Facebook, YouTube, and podcast channels. Consider hitting like or subscribe. Consider sharing this sermon with others. It helps us to reach more people like you. We are so thankful to those who support our ministry. You can give today at holycommunion.net backslash give. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Well, along with Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. This is the eighth day of Christmas. What animal comes, do we get today? I don't, I can't remember. What, anyway, anybody? Maids milking, not even an animal, it's maids milking. So, did all your dreams come true? No. <laughs> at eight o'clock, they did for some people at eight o'clock service. So, so our family, my family had our dream of a white Christmas come true. Pretty cool, pretty cool, being from California. So Christmas seems prone to dream stories, sugar plum fairies, visits from St. Nick, the new Lexus, the diamond ring, Christmas, a time for dreams to come true. Joseph was a man who had a lot of dreams, but he wasn't what we might call a dreamer. We describe a dreamer as someone who fantasizes, a daydreamer, someone who floats through life, who doesn't operate in reality. We tend to think of someone with a lot of dreams as kind of not in touch with the real world. Someone who is impractical, kind of crazy and drifty. Oh, he's such a dreamer. Not in your wildest dreams would I trust her with dot, dot, dot. Now, Joseph did have the wildest dreams. But Joseph wasn't this kind of floaty dreamer. Actually, his dreams were the opposite. His dreams led to solid actions. Did you hear the, he had a dream, get up? He got up. Joseph had wild dreams, but he wasn't a dreamer because his dreams weren't from him. Joseph received dreams. His dreams came to him from an angel of God. And the messages he received in his dreams saved lives. His first dream changed him, kept him from casting out Mary. He was led to be a protective partner, seeing the birth through in as safe a way as he could work out. And now, in this second dream, he once again keeps the Christ child from death. In this passage, and yeah, uh, we're going kind of out of order here, the Magi have just left their visit to Mary and Joseph in Bethlehem. We'll talk about them next Sunday. We figure 
after they, upon their visit and after they left, that Jesus is probably a toddler by now. And in the night, the angel of the Lord comes to Joseph again in a dream and tells him to escape to Egypt. The child's life is in danger. Herod the king is ordering the murder of all male children within the age of Jesus. So compelled by this dream, Joseph hurriedly packs his family up in the night and they leave their home and head to a foreign country, not knowing when, if ever, they would return. Joseph did have wild dreams. And he's given a third dream. It's safe to return. Herod is dead. The threat to Jesus' life is gone. But wait, we hear of a fourth dream that warns him away from returning to their home in Bethlehem. So Joseph finds safety for his family in the obscure town of Nazareth. Joseph had dreams, dreams that caused him to act and protect. Joseph had dreams from God that caused him to do wild things for love, for life. Actions imprinted in him from the nearness of God. When have you had such dreams? Dreams that made a deep impression on you. Dreams you not only remembered that morning, but just couldn't shake. Dreams that maybe you wrote down or can still years later describe. Dreams that had a depth that you pondered that made you wonder. Dreams that you felt were special, stood out, that you felt the nearness of God. When in your life in God have you received a dream that was more like a message, an answer, a directive, a clear-sighted, that so clear-sighted that you took action, you changed your course, made a decision, dreams that in your deepest self you knew, you knew were a word from God. Dreams are in the spiritual tradition of Christianity. It's all over the scripture of God coming in dreams. But in this Western Northern European dominant culture, we've tended to leave behind dreams as a place for God to speak to us, to come close. We've placed them in new agey, esoteric woo-wooism. Yet, if you think about it, sleeping is when we are most out of control, most vulnerable. When we're asleep, we've let down. Our minds are quieted. Our ego narratives and rationales are still a great opportunity for the angel of the Lord to come to you. Have you had such a dream? You probably think I'm woo-woo for even asking you this question. So maybe you have had such a dream, yet nothing really supports us or teaches us to know what to do with it. But one morning you woke up clear with the next step. You knew you wanted to be a doctor 
take that job, adopt that child, come out to your family, change jobs, change genders. You just knew. And on the outside, for others, and maybe even to yourself, it seemed you were doing wild things that went against the powers, against the norm, even against your own self-interest. Because the dream that left you so clear-sighted sourced from something greater than yourself. And the message that came to you in the night kept nagging at you as your conscience. Those dreams from a messenger of God like Joseph that weren't from you, that could only be answered with taking action in your life. Because Joseph listened and believed and took the message to act from the dream he was given, he became the protector. The world was given this great gift of the incarnation, and Joseph protected it. I realize that Christmas is associated with innocent children portraying the nativity narrative. And we all feel the joy and, one, and wonder and respond with smiles. But the story of Christ's birth, from the Annunciation until settling in Nazareth, is a nail-biter. It's a scary story of survival and a tale of the powerless surviving the threatened powerful who would destroy them. And this is the story we've been given. This is God's gift to us. God dwelling in us, with us, and for us. And well, here's the twist in the story, that what Joseph was keeping safe was never going to be destroyed. Ironically, King Herod probably understood this better than anyone, that love made flesh trumped his power. And this is why he was so threatened. So how do we keep God's dream given to us as Jesus? How do we protect this? First, listen to your dreams. Yeah, write them down. It helps. Notice how they sit with you as the day goes on, even as the years go on. Pray for a dream from God before you fall asleep. Remembering that God is always with us, even in our sleep. Pray to allow God to come near. And be prepared to receive something kind of hard to interpret at first. It may be harder to act on. Because God's dream is outside the systems and the survival responses. Practice listening for life-changing messages of God's love. Whispering, whispering the message of love to you. And you'll know it's a dream from God as you awake more and more with understanding and seeing all humanity as your siblings, seeing your neighbors and the stranger and even the obnoxious ones as beloved children of God. And then the action is clear and simple to protect each other to welcome the refugee, to house the homeless, to feed the hungry, to comfort the sorrowful, 
to act from love and to cause love, to cause healing, to cause justice and mercy, even to the most obnoxious. And always, always, always to bring hope. This message is being whispered continually in our hearts and giving us our purpose to be protectors. It will lead us to wild places and we will make dangerous decisions. It will not be popular, it will be difficult. But these dreams from the angels will lead us to truth and freedom because the message is love. The message is all our beloved incarnations of all the children of God. We can name the people who have had these dreams from God and caused them to act to bring God's love to the world. Can you name them? Archbishop Desmond Tutu, Dorothy Day, Nelson Mandela, Julian of Norwich, Martin Luther King Jr. You know him, you know him. Polly Murray, on and on and on. The angel of the Lord came to them, but you too have the dream in you. The angels of God are speaking to you. There's coming to your wildest dreams. Their message is participate, protect, protect God's love in this moment, in this town, in this life, your life. Amen.